Welcome to Codesy's Diary! Hey, alright, it is July 26, 2012. We are back, or the Codesy is back anyways, for another edition of the Codesy's Diary. I hope you folks have tuned in to the previous ones. First off, just kind of apologize that it's taken a little bit of an extra time to go ahead and get a Conzi's Diary released this week, but Paul and I both felt that it was more important to focus our attention to making sure we got episode 15 completed and released, and then my board game day and Warhammer and all that other kind of good stuff. You know, all that, that stuff we want to talk about on the shows, both on the diary and on the main show, just kind of conveniently got in the way, so... I want to go ahead and just apologize to you folks that are still following the Conzi's Diary and listening and, and appreciating the show. Uh, we'll go ahead and, without further ado, I'll go ahead and, and let you know what the main topics are for today's Conzi's Diary. So first off, I just want to go ahead and give a shout out to all those Kickstarter backers of Kings of War. If you haven't already, you should have gotten your electric PD, your electronic, your electric, yeah, what is that? No, I mean your electronic pdf copy of your kings of war rulebook check your email the instructions are it's real easy to get you don't have to register you just use like your facebook account or whatever to for the login to the site and poof you're good to go one big kings of war rulebook download and just getting a chance to start looking at it right now so i'll i'll definitely as i get a chance to look it over and even a better chance to play a game of it i will be able to go ahead and get that review up and I guarantee you folks, as I get a game or two under my belt and I get a better feel for this game, we will definitely have a main show .5 cast on it. And we'll have those get those people that are interested or have played a game or two with it, we will make sure I get those folks on the show, along with potential special guests. So that'll be a big thing that's coming in. And I'm really excited to do that and get delving into this game. Hopefully this game will bring back some of that traditional, really cool, yeah, high fantasy gameplay that I originally got into Warhammer for all those years ago. Alright, the main topic or the main focus for today's show, though, isn't so much that. I know usually the Wednesday-ish, the middle of the week show is... Usually a hobby focus, and I, I know I promised folks that I was going to talk about that project for the Raj Podge this weekend. Maybe I'll get a chance as I finish it up tomorrow to go ahead and talk about it and get some pictures taken of it. But my main focus, I wanted to talk about a great new kind of, it's a quasi, it's not really, it's more of a card game, but it's a, I, I feel because those card game, board games, I kind of lump that personally into the, kind of the same genre i know some of you hardcore board gamers out there are gonna go whoa conzy those aren't really uh board games but get in mind uh, you know i look at it like role-playing games board or tabletop ish type games and then the miniatures games so 
that's that's kind of how I delineate things. And so I look at this as this dominant species, the card game, as really a, an extension to my board gaming type stuff. And friend Jason, who was on the show back in 5.5, and is a very avid board gamer, he doesn't play the miniature side, but he plays the board, he plays a lot of board games. And I usually I have a weekly board game day usually with him picked this game up fairly recently i didn't even know it was out it just like he's like oh hey look i got this and we've played a uh, four or five games of it now and it's a really simple game with really intense kind of strategy i feel like it really does kind of kick in that a, a little bit of that dominant species feel feel to it but it's really quite a different game i mean you have a lot of the components like you have the animals and you have the uh, the elements that you're trying to get whether they're grubs or water or whatever it is and then you have like a domination type phase where you're trying to go ahead and move up on track so basically here the start of the game off you basically draw a hand of cards i'm not sure how many but there's a big pile you start out with a fairly good sized hand and one of the major things you have to really try to manage is you need to have enough cards in the hand in your hand to try to accomplish what you want to do in a round. So like and you do get a little bit of a heads up as to what the round card will be for the next for the next round when you're playing the round you're currently are. So you can kind of gauge a little bit as to oh hey, I know the ele- the cards in my hand are strong elements, have strong elements for the next round. So I can kind of Whole, I maybe I want to hold my cards and pass this round and not play a lot of cards, and that's because you can play as many cards as you want around, but you only get to, to draw each round two additional cards back in your hand. So once you're spent, you really can't compete with somebody else, and a round doesn't end until either everyone is passed or one person effectively runs out of cards, and then it get and then everybody that didn't run out of cards gets one more card they can play so that's really kind of important to note in this game is that you really kind of got to know when to hold them know when to fold them not to kind of pick on a an old song but that's really really kind of the major thing in this game so what do i got to do to score the game is to what do i got to do in the game to score to win well in order to win the game you need to have points and the way you get points is one of two different things the first way you get points is each round there's a round card that gets flipped up that basically tells you which elements on your cards will score points and the player who has the most or ties for the most elements of a specific type like say grubs will score the number of points there are grubs that are basically represented on that card so if i flipped over like a a tundra card and it shows three grubs then if i win or tie for the most grubs on the total cards that are sitting in front of me then i will score three points all right so there's that basic mechanic then on top of that there is a domination portion to each round and that's at the end of the round, after we've basically figured out 
who gets points from the elements, we also count out each card has a a value to it. The card might be worth two or three or even as much as eight. And that goes towards, that score goes towards your domination of the phase. And if you have the largest domination score or tie for it, you get to go ahead and get to move up on the survival track one and you score points equal to the round number it is so the later in the game that it gets the more important it is to win domination it isn't a complete loss not to win like when it gets like round six or seven it's not a complete loss and above it's not a complete loss to lose two or three of those rounds though but certainly if you don't win one or two of the the late rounds, you might be in trouble. But usually the games I've played with three or four players, it tends to be that everybody wins probably one one of those rounds. Now, as you move up the survival track, one of the key advantages to that is in the final round, the 10th round, you get to draw cards equal to your value additional that are that are equal to the points you've scored on the survival track. So if you're at four points on the survival track, which is really, you've probably done pretty good in a four-player game at getting those survival moves, that you're going to score, or you're going to be able to draw four additional cards. Now, finally, so once I, I've now, I've got off getting all those points from both the domination or dominating the rounds, but also from scoring on the, things the elements that are the most valuable the final thing that you can do to score points is if you have the most the highest survival value at the end of the game or tie for it you get five points now there's also a penalty here if you have the lowest value on the survival track you're going to score negative points and that's five bonus points if you're if you're in the good if you're the top or if you're at the bottom of the heap, it's a negative five points. So it's really, and if you're really behind where you're at the bottom of the heap here, that negative five points is kind of like a real kick in the knees because you're already pretty much at that point losing. Now, we have all of that, and we've got established all that scoring. There is a couple of neat little things that you can pay attention to in the game that can really tip the balance for you when you're playing around. First off is the car some of the cards you'll have, some of your animals will basically put your opponents will suppress your opponent's cards, basically flip them over and make their cards lesser value. And if your opponent's card that's already suppressed get suppressed again they have to basically discard that from the cards that are face up in front of them it so you can go ahead and play say like i my opponents well anybody's got a spider if i had a these also work against you so if you were the only person like say with a spider out and you played one of these cards that was to suppress a spider you would have to suppress your own spider so in the game I can go ahead and play a spider card 
that suppresses, say, birds. And my opponent's got a bird that's worth, like, three water and scores five points towards their dominant score. Well, guess what? I can go ahead and play that spider, flip their card, and all of a sudden that bird might score three points towards their dominant score and only be worth one water. Well, if water was scoring four points like it does in the last round, not to not only do I knock their chances of getting that down, but I also then drive my chances to beat them in the total domination score. So that's that's a kind of a really big kind of key part of the game that you want to kind of watch and manage those, and you can kind of watch and manage what's coming up in the rounds to see. One of the things is each round. Not only do you score certain points, but certain uh, one of the animals, other than the last round, one of the animals will get a bonus plus one to each of those type of animals they hit, that you have in front of you. And one of the animals is going to get a negative one point towards that total domination score. So if I can kind of pay attention to that while I'm playing the game, I can see, oh, hey, next round monkeys get a plus or. I shouldn't say monkeys, but the mammals get plus one point towards their, for each mammal you have in play, and insects get negative one point, point for each insect you have in play. Guess what? Hmm. I can kind of key off that I can probably get away with playing anti-insect cards, cards that crush insects this round if I'm playing hard to try to get that wind or try to win that dominance round, score this round. And next round, I'm fine with not having those in my hand because, guess what? They're not going to be needed as much. People are going to be less likely to play the play insects next round if they're at a negative one. Whereas I can go, oh, hey, mammals are going to be strong next round. I bet you somebody will play a mammal. I'll use this to knock their mammal down. Because especially like mammals, they are really strong. They have some of the highest survival or those those dominance points so that's like the only animal that gets an eight is a mammal so that's really important to have kind of watch that and keep that in mind finally i one of the things that i do tactically and i've found that's worked really well is i like to play strong and aggressive right off the bat and win as many rounds as i can i get the kind of feel that some of the players that are playing with me get they just don't want to play real aggressive to start up. They just kind of like to save some cards and build their cards up for those rounds four, five, and six. Well, that's fine. You can have, in my opinion, you can have those middle rounds. I'll get the I'll get the early ones, and then I kind of sit the middle rounds. You know, the four, five, six. I kind of sit those and let my opponents have them, and then that's where they can kind of bicker it out. And then I'm in a pretty good position to go for the end and win one of the rounds. And I certainly think it's key to jump at whatever round you can try to win that you think you've got a good shot at winning and at the end of the round. And part of that is watching and keeping in your hand when it gets close, when you get into like seven, eight, nine rounds, Watching what, watching what's coming up the next round and seeing, hmm, is this when I have to make my move or can I kind of sit? And you certainly want to play, you may still want to play a little bit, maybe a card or two just to kind of feel or push somebody into having to feel like they're going to have to push themselves harder. But you have to kind of watch it because you also want to have those cards in your hand 
for when you have to make that run. One other thing that I think is really neat, one of the last things that I have put thought into is you got to remember that when you run out of cards, the you, everybody else gets one last card and the round is over. So what you can do then with that is you can you can look at your next round and go, oh, hey, mammals are strong, and guess what? I've got three mammals in my hand. Well, I'll just play everything else. That way, I'm now down to like three or four. And well, if I'm down to three cards in my hand, then the next round I'll get two more cards. I'll have five cards. It's still probably a little bit too many. You really want to get yourself down to like one or two cards. And then and maybe maybe there's like one or two really strong mammals for the mammals are coming up or whatever that next beast creature is that's going to be strong in the next round. Maybe it's reptiles or amphibians. Anyways, the, when you see that, you're like, oh, hey, I'm really strong on that. I've got high survival points in it. So I can flip down, like say, hey, okay, I flip down my eight mammal and then I flip down my seven mammal. And then I flip down the last card I have, or the last couple of cards I have. I've only got three or four cards now in front of me in my tableau. I'm done. That's hard for everybody else around the table. Maybe couple, maybe you've already forced somebody into passing because you led so strong and they didn't have the good counter creatures. Or on top of that, you're now running out of cards before somebody else could make up for your score with their twos and threes. And that those tend to be a lot more, you'll have a lot more of those in your hand. So you can kind of manage your hand a little bit to get an advantage. All right, finally, there are a few event cards you want to really pay attention to. Um, I know I used, in the last game I played, there's an event, and I, I believe it's from like a promo or expansion to it already, that basically... If there's a healthy reptile anywhere in anybody's in front of anybody, you basically can go ahead and suppress either two ant two different animals or suppress the same animal twice. Now this is really big, especially if somebody in those seven, eight, nine rounds is also going for it strong, and they've got you know, and that's the round where you know you've got to push it, and maybe they plopped out a seven strength bird or an eight strength mammal or something like that and they've got that in front of them you can just flip that card out of your hand and poof, poof, gone that's big so that's definitely one of them i know there's another one another card that's really strong that you can play in that I, I would really hold it for that seven eight nine round where you can play it and all of your healthy animals in front of you get plus two that's certainly a card i want to hold in my hand though until it's like near or is the last card just in case maybe that maybe i was going to go for that round seven and all of a sudden i've got four animals that were suppressed that i didn't wasn't that i didn't think was going to happen okay well now i'll just sit on the rest of my cards in my hand and then try to make a run maybe at nine so anyways that's pretty much the game i've kind of talked a little bit of the strategies i've used in the game to try to be successful i've i think i've won this game twice now and i last night i was only like three or four points away from winning i really thought i was going to win last night's game and somebody just came i just didn't quite pick it up in the last round i was really close to even winning the last round but i i lost the dominance in the last round by like 
two points and that was the game for me but it definitely that was definitely the approach I played and it worked out really well and I know there's like some talk in the table talk of the game that like oh I had really good cards I don't feel like I had really good cards I mean there were times where it felt like I did but I really tried to manage the cards I were getting to maximize the effects Okay, I can admit a little bit. I had uh, one one really good draw that basically said, oh, hey, I'm going to push it this round rather than waiting to get another draw of two cards for the next round. I, I guess there was that, but it only happened, I think, once. And I did get the I did get dominance that round, and I did, did get the uh, fairly decent points. But for me, I think it's really important to get a couple of jumps right up the survival track. Once you get into that, like, two or three range... You can kind. Of, you definitely have the feel like, hey, I don't have to push it as hard right now. I can kind of sit back and wait and let's see what happens. That's it for the Conzie's diary today. We'll go ahead and come back sometime, hopefully later this week or early next week with another Conzie's diary entry. Until then, peace out, folks. Yeah, since I was a bad boy, I